Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Hello everyone and welcome back. I am excited about this week's topic because I'm going to be sharing with you guys a book and a method to figuring out what you were born to do and and how you were born to live your life. But before I get there, I in the spirit of sharing something that is phenomenal, I wanted to say thank you to everyone for the beautiful birthday wishes. And as a way to say thank you and um, and kind of bring you into my life, I guess, is one of the things I struggle with is receiving from others. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have known that about me, but it, I get a little awkward and I don't really know how to receive. So what I decided to do is <clears throat> I want to share with you the beautiful gifts that came my way for this solar return. So I'm going to do that um, in the first part of this episode. And if you aren't watching on YouTube, I will be showing the things, but also I'll link them below if you're interested in them or something piques your interest, because to me, I love getting the energy from other people and what they come up with to gift, especially me, you know, because there are things I wouldn't have gotten for myself in most cases. But I'm going to start this um, this talk off with the actual, my actual birthday. I went to, I wanted to keep it small. I don't know if you guys remember my last birthday, but there were more people around and I had a full on meltdown at the restaurant and just was weeping and crying. And it made me, when I thought about this year, want to really keep it tight. So I just told Richard I wanted my mom and my best friend and that's it, nobody else. So as for, we went out to dinner at this Thai restaurant, which is one of my favorites. And um, one of the beautiful things aside from the company and, um, the food and all of that was, uh, the, they got me of this amazing cake, which Jeff, you know, from last year, that's what like, uh, sparked my meltdown. <laughs> um, but the cake was beautiful and, and the staff came out and the waiter, they were singing to me. And then the, our waiter said, wait, is today your actual birthday? And I said, yeah, this is before I blew out the candles. He, after they sang, he said that. And I said, yeah. And he goes, my birthday is today too. And I said, what? And so I said, you have to, you have to blow out the candles with me and also share in this energy and make a wish for the coming year. 
And he was like, at first kind of shy about it. And I was like, no, really, I'm serious. Like, get in here. (laughs) So he did. And he blew out the candles with me. And I felt like, I mean, it's rare to find, I don't know, for me, I hardly, I don't think I ever find people that have my birthday. I don't know why. But um, so I felt like, that was a good sign. And as we were getting ready to leave, he came up to me and he gifted me with this um, beautiful little elephant keychain that uh, he said he brought from Thailand. And in that moment, I knew that he was the gift to me because not only is it an elephant, which is my animal of the West, but it actually looks like my elephant. My elephant from the West is adorned and it has like the beautiful, I think it's, I'm not even sure if it's Indian, but it has, it has makeup on it. It it's, has patterns, it has jewels. It's very um, not a traditional elephant. And this keychain is that, it's a pattern. And it just reminded me that when we open our hearts to include whoever comes into our field, what if that is your spirit animal coming to you to see, are you ready to open, you know? And and this felt like the perfect like wink from the universe that he actually was in and shared that occasion with me to hold space for me. So that was super special. And I attached it to a um, malachite bracelet that I, so I can hang it in my car. So I have that energy with me all the time and a reminder to slow down. And I mean, typically for me, when it, when I when people are singing happy birthday to me, all eyes are on me and I feel really uncomfortable. So even in that moment of pressure, I was able to stop and really hear what someone was saying to me and really be present with him. So um, again, if you're watching on YouTube, I my friend recorded it and so I'm going to share it here. Um, and yeah, so that was super special and unexpected. Now, the next thing that I actually gifted for myself because um, That weekend prior to my birthday, I went on a girl's trip with my two oldest and dearest friends from, I mean, one I met in second grade and the other one in junior high school. And um, one of them are moving across country. So we did a girl's like last girl's trip before she leaves. And on the way home, we were uh, we were driving on the freeway and there was my friends like, oh, look, there's the Barefoot Dreams outlet. (laughs) And I were like, what? stop the car back up (laughs) like because I don't know I'm sure I've talked about this I'm always cold so I'm always like the cozier the better and barefoot dreams and me are like this especially in the winter months so I have multiple sweaters and blankets and you know socks and whatever things even my robe is barefoot dreams but I've never I didn't know they had an outlet so um we go in there and if you can see again on YouTube, I got this sweater, which is like a blanket kind of sweater. And it's this kind of terracotta color. And not only did I get it, but we all three got it because it's just was like so perfect and beautiful. And then I saw this blanket, which I was like, oh, 
OMG. It is like the thickest, most beautiful. It for me feels like um, a traditional kind of indigenous pattern. I mean, it's very ge geometrical, but I was like, yes, and that is the perfect uh, add to my office. <laughs> so I wrapped the my blanket up uh, for my birthday and brought it to the restaurant and opened it for everyone to see because I was like, this is what I wanted to give myself this year. And then um, my mom got me these uh, a, a new Oracle deck that is called the Galactic Heritage Cards. And I will, again, link it below, but I'm going to say this. The only reason that I got into this is because I have been studying galactic astrology, which... Um, she has recommended, and I'm going to link her site below. Her name is Julia. Um, she recommended a book for me, which, or not for me, to the group that's studying this, that is called The Prism of Lyra. And if you guys haven't read this book, it basically gives the history of all of the energies, cosmic energies in this galaxy, um, and how they came about, like how we actually came to this planet and where where kind of our lineages come from and the dualities that, that we as souls have gone through way before the times that we came to this planet and kind of still why, what we're working out in this life and why duality is so important at this time and how we've like played it out numerous, numerous times. So if you're interested in history, and, and kind of like, I would say dipping your toes in the extraterrestrial um, cosmic <laughs> world, it's not deep in, um, I would say it's not very deep in the dark sides and the wars and the, it's more of like a, an entry point into the history of, of us as a race. So it's very... I would say welcoming to all levels of exploring and I highly recommend it. But from that, the same author, which is um, Lisa Royal, she created this deck of cards called the Galactic Heritage Cards. And I had it on my wish list because, you know, I love a good oracle. And I wanted to also recommend this because it's it's another way to connect with the energies that are you that you may not be conscious of. But sometimes, again, when we're starting these subjects, and I am included because all of a sudden this galactic world is like blown up in my life. It's like a dipping your toe in without feeling overwhelmed. And, you know, sometimes when people talk about channeling or connecting with these extraterrestrial beings, it can feel like, like a separation when ultimately what is meant to occur is a remembrance. And for me, starting with that prism of Lyra book and, and now these cards, it's just start, starting to, like I talked about before, training with a vibration to open your consciousness up to something bigger than, than being in these human bodies. So I, I recommend it. Now, the other things that I want to tell you guys about, and this is where it got really hard for me to accept, but 
Um, I had a friend come from the energy tribe to stay with me a few days and she brought a beautiful necklace, which is from the Aloha Hippie, which I will again link below. Um, this one is, it's Appetites and it's kind of like a choker and it's just so beautiful. And I feel like at first I was like, oh, but where is that going to fit in my life? You know, I only wear <laughs> my rose quartz. And I left, I had it on my altar for a couple of weeks because I, I wasn't ready to receive it, right? I wasn't ready to hold the vibration that she was bringing for me. On the site, uh, the Aloha Hippie, this necklace is um, symbolizing enlightenment or awakening. And for me, like when another person chooses to share their energy with me, it's like I feel so humbled because <clears throat> I I don't know. I'm holding space of giving, of holding space for openness and love that's leaving my body. But again, to do that means that, of course, the reflection will come back to you. But when it comes back in in a manifestation of, I wait, do I deserve this or did I do something to you know warrant this? I, I've noticed myself get really like pull in and feel like, uh, again, kind of like a spotlight going on me. But so I, it sat on my altar for a couple of weeks. And finally, I felt the, the call to go and embrace her. And so far, the energy that I feel while wearing her is just... It, it's instead of having just where I normally wear my rose quartz necklace, it feels like a new energy and a new period of me growing into something bigger. And I feel like this energy came my way because it's a reflection of I'm ready for something different, something more, something that I will need support with. And I'm just like beyond grateful for this experience. <laughs> so I will link that site below as well, because I looked and they have beautiful, beautiful jewelry there. And then I also received, now this one was, uh, <laughs> okay. I received another necklace from another beautiful sister in the energy tribe. And this one is the Hathor talisman with dark green jade as the center stone. Now, if you guys have been training with the Sophia Code, you know the energy of Hawthor. And, you know, sometimes I, I have an altar which includes Hawthor. And I, I actually, I don't know if I've shared my altar with you guys. So I'm going to insert a picture here so that you can see where I, where I meditate on and where I bring gifts to hold space in my office. But, you know, I would say that energies come in and kind of like weave into your tapestry when they're needed. And Hawthor is an energy that is definitely needed in my life <laughs> right now. And I feel grateful that my sister could feel that and, and see the support that I needed to move forward into this next well, year, you know, um, and also expression of myself. So I will, um, sh she came from Etsy and from a store called Blue Star 
alchemy. And I will also link that store below because again, these talismans are just gorgeous. And I feel a little bit more able to receive by also sharing. <laughs> so I hope that you guys can receive um, and find yourself one of these gifts that help help you out or make you feel extra cozy and comfortable or just, you know, as a last minute Christmas gift to yourself. Sometimes these external manifestations can really enrich the experience that you're going through currently. And even if you don't feel like you're needing them, like putting out the energy for others to reflect to you what you're ready to receive. Now also, and this is a, another gift that happened this morning in, in a dream, after I fed the animals, I went back to sleep and um, I, I had the weird, I never remember details of dreams. And usually if I do, they're all in my uh, parallel lives. But today, this morning, I had a dream that I was walking back through every house, apartment, um, dwelling that I have ever lived. And, and some that I don't remember, you know, like, uh, there were there were certain homes that I didn't recollect or that I didn't know that I had because it wasn't just walking back into these homes. It was all of the things that I have accumulated in my life. So some of them were very familiar and, you know, like you move to a new house and you leave that thing behind, you gift that away, you donate this. But all of these possessions were in all of these homes and room, and like they were all connected to, that's weird. Like I didn't, I don't remember leaving one to go to the next. They were all like you would turn a corner and then this whole thing would open up. But amongst all of this collection of stuff, I saw a, it was about the size of, I don't even know what you would describe this. Well, you can see my hands. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and it was a rounded sculpture that was made out of a green stone. And in it, there were two owls. One that was in the background was just standing, looking like kind of stoic. And then there was one in the foreground that was getting ready to take off. And for some reason, out of all of these things in my past, and again, I'm telling you, it's not just past conscious possession. So there were th many, many crystals. I'm telling you, there were like thousands of crystals and figurines. And it was like going into a store of the things that support you the most in life. And among all of these things, what I took was this this green um, stone carving of these two owls, and I put it in my pocket. And in, in, in this dream state, I knew I was dreaming. I knew that all of these things were of me and, and a part of me, but this particular one needed to come with me to the present moment. And when I woke up, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like I felt really an intensity about it. And I was like, you know, trying to tune into the energy of that stone. And, and what came to me is that it was a Moldavite. It was carved out of Moldavite. And of course, I went on to like Etsy and I searched, is there like an owl Moldavite, you know, statue? I, I Of course, it doesn't exist or it hasn't come to me yet. But I did pull out from my jewelry box my Moldavite ring today, which I haven't worn in, I mean, wow, like maybe at least a year, if not longer. 
Moldavite carries such a strong vibration. And even though I burn incense every day of Moldavite, I haven't been called to actually wear her in a while. And the other night, and this is all just coming to me as I'm speaking, the other night Richard and I went to dinner um, in a local restaurant. And I mean, and we live, as you guys know, in the mountains in a small town, but our waitress was wearing a Moldavite pendant. And I said, is that Moldavite? And she said, yeah, it is. And I said, you know, I have a ring, but it's it's such an intense energy that I can't wear it all. I mean, I haven't worn it in a long time and I don't feel called to work with it that often. And she said, I had to train to wear her and and now I can actually hold the vibration, but it took me multiple, multiple months to train. Like I would put her on then I only could wear for an hour and then I would take her off. And I I remembered, I mean, of course the conversation was interesting, but today (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. I think I'm being called to bring Moldavite back into my life in a physical form. So yes, I'm wearing her. And also, you know, Moldavite, and I'm sure I've talked about it before, but essentially it's a rapid transformation and bringing you to your next level. Now, I'm bringing her up because I do feel like there is a call to release a, a lot of energy right now so that we can go into a higher expression of ourselves moving into this new year. Um, I'm going to talk about, oh, well, actually today, if you're watch, if you're listening to this or watching this on Friday, um, today we are having a, an energy tribe circle where we are just planning to do that. I want everybody to t- look and reflect on this past year and what are they're grateful for and what they're also working through and also to hear the feedback and, and community support around that, you know, and, and being feeling safe and nurtured in a community that can hold it. So, um, yes, please join us to, uh, today. If it's Friday and you're, you're listening to this, I would love to see you. But Moldavite is something that once you do release these energies, Moldavite can just like zap you into a new timeline like instantly. It's it, that's why it's so intense. Like when I wear it, like you can hear me now, even I blah, 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 blah. it's a lot of energy. Um it's it's time to speed up to the higher frequencies, to the higher uh fifth dimensional time. And you know what's interesting now that I say that the last few days I've been saying I wanted time to slow down because I felt like I could not grasp the the threads of sitting in this space and actually centering. I felt like my days were just going by like, and I asked like, is it possible to slow it down? Which then it's interesting because now Moldavite came to me saying, nope, you're not, it's not, we're not slowing down. You need to speed up. So yeah, I think that's another gift that I feel gifted for this birthday. And I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed (laughs) all of these little things. And now we're going to talk about the the book that I want to recommend. Okay, so this book, The Life You Were Born to Live, was actually brought into my experience when I first started my awakening journey. And it came up yesterday as something that's ready to share, which I'm just so surprised because 
I, I'm shocked that I haven't shared this before. Um, it came through my first teacher, Pontea, and she's the one that told me this book will tell you what you're actually here to do. And I remember being like, what? And of course I ordered it right away, <laughs> but this would have been three years ago. I, I did it. I, I found my, my numbers and I read it. And at the time, I don't want to say that it didn't resonate, but I wasn't there yet. You know, I was not um, fully ready to receive what it was saying. Now, I haven't touched this book since then. And yesterday, it came up in a very clear download that I needed to revisit it. Revisit it. So first of all, I'm going to tell you what it is. So essentially, this guy, Dan um, Millman, he studied with a, a man that he calls the warrior priest. And the warrior priest, I'm going to say, was like a shaman energy that studied with the indigenous tribes. And he, through them, learned a, a numero numerology system. So this is based on numerology. And essentially, through numerology, he actually came up with your birth numbers and how those numbers would help you understand your lessons in this incarnation. And also like through that, they, they dial it down deeper and to help you understand the best kind of careers that would be good for you, the best like relationship styles, you know, and it's interesting because even though I've talked about numerology before, this book is different, totally different. So Essentially, you take your birth date, which you actually don't have to do the calculations. I'm going to have you, if you can, stop right now and go to peacefulwarrior.com and then click on the tab that says life purpose. And there you'll see the life purpose calculator. Now you just enter your day, your month, your year, and it will come back with your sequence of numbers. So you can figure out the calculations, but he has this website that you don't have to do it yourself, but, and it will give you like a, a brief introduction to what your sequence of numbers means. So essentially there are nine numbers, nine prime numbers, number one through nine, and they are the, the basic numbers. Okay. They're the basic numbers. And most people have between three and four numbers that they're working through in each incarnation. Now there are something that are called master numbers, which would be one of the prime numbers. And also, um, actually, no, I take that back. It could be two prime numbers. So let's say a three and a six, that would be two of the one through nine numbers. So those are considered the prime numbers. And then the master numbers carry a zero in them, and those are special gifts. So if you, once you look up your number, you're going to have, it usually is, um, like my number is 30 dash or slash three. So I'm going to go over and tell you really quickly what each number represents. So if you have a one in your number, the life purpose is creativity through security. In the positive, it channels high energy and inspiration into creativity and service and feels secure with self. In the negative, it feels blocked, stuck, 
frustrated, feels inferior, ill, lethargic, insecure, and may self-medicate. So in your whole sequence of numbers, if you carry a one, this is something that you're working with in this life. Now, number two is cooperation through balance. In the positive, it has a clear sense of personal boundaries and limits and supports self and others in equal measure. In the negative, it feels overwhelmed, resistant, and reactive. It starts out overly helpful and then suddenly withdraws. Number three is express expression through sensitivity. In the positive, it engages in heartfelt, upliving, uplifting expression, communicates with inspiration, sensitivity, and joy. And in the negative, it feels depressed and disappointed, overly sensitive, and complains and criticizes and is filled with self-doubt. Number four is stability through process. In the positive, prepares well and progresses step-by-step, patiently follows through and balances logic and emotion. In the negative, it wants it all now. It skips steps. It's ambitious, impatient, confused, lacks stability, or follow through. Number five is freedom through discipline. This one in the positive uses multifaceted talents in a focused way and applies discipline to achieve independence. In the negative, it swings from extreme dependence to independence. It's scattered and it tries too much and bluffs and pretends. Number six is the vision through acceptance. In the positive, it sees the bigger picture, forgiving and patient, does excellent work without falling into perfectionism and accepts self and others. In the negative, it's hypercritical, judges self and others against perfectionistic standards, and it's lost in petty details. Number seven is trust through openness. The positive is trust innermost feelings, trust others enough to open your heart and take emotional risks and share feelings. In the negative, it feels bitter, betrayed, paranoid, uses mind as a shield, and doesn't trust self or others, forms conspiracy theories. Number eight is the influence through authority. In the positive, it's active and strategic and creates abundance and influence without concerns or abuse, shares blessings generously and wisely. In the negative, it's suspicious of, yet preoccupied with, issues of money, power, control, and authority, and it sabotages self. And number nine is integrity through wisdom. In the positive, it lives in alignment with higher principles, leads by example, manifests depth, charisma, and wisdom. In the negative, It has lost sight of higher purpose. It feels lonely and cut off, locked in the mind, out of touch with the heart and intuitive guidance. And finally, zero. And zero is life purpose is inner gifts. And this one in the positive uses gifts of sensitivity, strength, expressiveness, and intuitive intuition in service of others for a higher purpose. In the negative, it's hypersensitive and nervous, stubborn, sarcastic, 
uh, caustic expression, confused by dreams, emotions, or intuition. So those are the, the numbers. And remember, numbers one through nine are the main numbers. So you're going to see your numbers are going to be like 27 slash nine. And how this works is essentially the 27 would be the two numbers that after you add up all of your birth detailed numbers. So it would be the month, the day, and the year. You get to a two digit number, which would let in this case be 27. And the two plus the seven equals the nine. So that's why you would be the 27 slash nine. So in my case, I'm the 30 slash three. So you can see my last two numbers when all of my dates are added up become a 30. And then to get to the single digit, you do three plus zero equals three. So mine is the three is expression through sensitivity and the 30 is expression through sensitivity with inner gifts. Now I'm gonna read this for you guys because you're gonna understand how accurate this thing is. And I don't want you guys to feel like you have to go buy this book, but definitely get your number and feel into or discern if this is calling to you now. But I promise you that if you read yours now and you it, it, it feels like interesting, but you don't like, you're not like epiphany after epiphany, you'll be like, maybe you're not on the path yet. You're not living why you came here. But I promise you, if you go back, in my case, three years later and read it again, it's just like mind-blowing. So this is what it says. Those on the three, on the sorry, those on the 30 slash three life path are here to work through issues of expression and sensitivity, overcoming self-doubt to express themselves and use their inner gifts to encourage, uplift, and inspire others. Most people come into life with work come into life to work on a mixture of issues. But for the 33s, their work and destiny are clear and focused. Those working 33 have the support of inner gifts, which include highly tuned sensitivity, inner strength, expressiveness, and intuition. All of these resources complement and support one major life theme, which is emotional expression. However, since our life purpose isn't what comes easiest to us, 33s have distinct hurdles to overcome before they can fulfill their destiny because 33s resonate with the perfectionism of the sixes and feels acutely sensitive to the pain and suffering of others. They're prone to feeling disappointed and disheartened at times and to expressing in negative ways, such as criticism and complaining. Now, Richard would tell you before I had my awakening, this is how I was. I mean, I know I was a depressive person and I definitely, I mean, people would say I was whiny, but I mean, that's complaining for sure. So those working 33s have an inherent drive to express themselves this expression can, can come out either positive or in negative ways, but it comes out. Emotional expression may not come easily for the 33s at first. They may start out inhibited, but once they get rolling, the words flow. So in the arena in which 33s express may be large as in performance, teaching, or addressing large groups, or smaller, involving a circle 
of family and friends. In either case, the challenges and joys of the 33s arise from expressing their feelings through speech or creative endeavors such as painting, music, or other media, and from helping others to express their feelings as well. Their expressions blossom with other people, perhaps one-on-one at first. Eventually, if they draw forth the courage, many 33s find opportunities to speak before groups of people. I often recommend public speaking courses for this group. Um, so I'm not, I, it's like, let me see, each, each number has five pages of text. But when I read this yesterday, I was like, this is exactly what I'm doing now. I feel aligned with my purpose. I am here to speak emotion and to help others express that emotion in themselves. And look how vast of a category that is and, and how many different ways that that could be expressed, right? Like, I can imagine, and I have heard this usually in, um, intuitive or um, introverted people are great actors because they can channel information in that acting. I I did actually take an acting class when I lived in New York and I, I still, I couldn't handle everybody staring at me. <laughs> but in this roundabout way, I found a way to drop the the walls and be personable and emotional because I can do it without having all of the energy staring at me at this moment, right? Through obviously recording. But I am now exactly living this 33 expression. So why I'm sharing this now is there are tools that can help us get a clear indication of why we're here. Now, I do human design readings for that reason. Our energy is here to move in a very specific way in each vessel. And this is just another tool for you guys to have that kind of like, it feels like a North Star to help in guiding and directing you to where your biggest hurdles in life are. So in my case, before this, you know, awakening happened to me, I didn't speak. I was very introverted. And I, I mean, at work, I had to step into the role of like managing, but in my personal life, no, I was very quiet. I didn't share anything. And if anything, I wanted to be the flower on the wall that nobody looked at. And with that being one of my biggest challenges in this life, I can see I had to go through that to come out on on the other side of it where now I can express and break down and cry in front of you and, and know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I know too that each hurdle that comes up in my life, it talks about knowing that as the hurdles come up, I'm here to leap over them. And that's what brings me uh, expansion and, and leveling up. And, and I've known that for a while as well, especially when I, when, um, I mean, doing a podcast and then going on YouTube, those were huge hurdles for me to get over. But just taking that leap without knowing if I was going to fall ultimately led me to you and the sisterhood that we're creating. And I can't imagine anything greater than that. I mean, for me, what that has brought to my life is something that there is, there really are no words for, but a deep sense of belonging and knowing that I'm not here alone. Um, 
I have people in my life, but the frequency level of them is a lot different to you guys. And if I hadn't taken that leap back then, we wouldn't have found each other. And I'm not taking credit for it, but I am taking credit for getting over myself and my fears to be brave enough to jump that line because you don't know what's on the other side. And I, at the time, didn't know that it was a group of sisters. I did not know that. But I can see why it's a mutual exchange of energy and how it has enriched not only your life, but my life. And I think, too, that's how I'm able to be so vulnerable, knowing that who knows what I say, what emotions I express is going to trigger in someone else a healing, you know, or uh, an epiphany or a contemplation. I, I, as this vessel, could never know that. But I also feel like by immuting everything, I let go of where it lands and I am just hold the best of intentions that it's received in a beautiful way. So I am recommending this book for you guys and um, understand it's just another tool, another tool to help you get on your path. And then once you're on the path, like it's funny to go back and now see like, Oh yeah. Because I'm the same way in human design. I I I 100% identify with being a projector. And I 100% work my design. I know what it feels like to be a projector and now I don't try to force myself on anyone. I just put out what I feel called to and I know that that energy calls in what it, what I'm made to experience, you know, like for example, the, the guy at my birthday, you know, I felt like he was giving me the gift and, and I feel just so grateful to know that there are these tools that have been put out for us to embrace so that either we get the knowing that we're on the path and maybe there's many steps ahead that you still have to get through, right? In my case, I have one number that I'm working with, which is the expression through sensitivity. Now, that's why these my number is considered a master number because I only am working through one prime number. But it's a huge one. For me, it, it is. it was a huge one, you know? And then the rest of it is allowing the inner gifts to work through that. Once I get past that leap of expressing myself and my sensitivities, then I can just allow the energy of the gifts to flow through that expression. And that's why, like, even coming up with ideas for a podcast, I don't plan. I don't have a plan. I just let whatever is flowing in my life to flow through me. And if it feels like... It's, it's a resonant topic that can be helpful to others. I'm just pushing that through and allowing that to express through me. But never do I, my mind is not involved with it. And I know that that is my path and everyone's path is going to be different. But I know in this kind of, this evolution of our spirits, <laughs> These tools are coming forward to help us embrace exactly where we are, but start using those um, higher and lower expressions to get clearer on where you are in the process of your growth. 
So I hope that this is helpful for everyone and just know again that I'm just so grateful to share my life with you and I'm so grateful to be here again in another round trip around the sun and I'm so excited to see what this new year is going to bring in my life and also in your lives. So I wish you well and I will see you next week.